Hi there, welcome to Somewhat Overfitting, the podcast about data science and digital transformation. My name is Jonas and every other week I'm interviewing people in the field of data science on how they are using data in their day-to-day business life. Today I'm talking to Angela Sophia Gebert, Academic Alliance Manager at Salonis. Salonis is a relatively young German company founded in 2011 by three students. It originated in a student project where the founders realized the value of process mining, which was beforehand mostly an academic field. In November 2019, Salonis was valued at 2.5 billion US dollar by the venture capitalist Excel Partners. Salonis develops software for process mining. In short, process mining enables the digital mapping of business processes, which can then be analyzed for hidden process knowledge. In our conversation, we dig deeper into what process mining is, where it can be applied, and how Salonis's product is supporting process mining. We also discussed some of the challenges and the future of process mining. So let's get started. Hello, Angela. Thanks for being on the show. Would you like to give us a short introduction into yourself and a short introduction into the company Salonis? Um, yes. Hi, and thanks for having me. Um, I'm Angela. I'm an academic alliance manager at Salonis. And we at Salonis are the market leader for process mining technology. And we happen to be one of very few German unicorns as well. And um, maybe just as a little add-on. So in my role as an academic alliance manager, we work on anything that's got to do with research and teaching. And part of our work is to do science communication. So that's one of the reasons why I'm here today is to tell you guys a little bit more about process mining, to give you a bit of an understanding of what process mining technology is. Great. So could you explain in, in like one short sentence and maybe with an example what process mining is and where it is used and where it um, it appears in day-to-day life? Uh, yeah, thanks. Um, that's actually a very good way hate to, um, um, to start into the topic. So process mining, if you want to take it in very, very easy words, process mining is nothing else but big data for processes. So what process mining does is we are looking for digital footprints to reconstruct processes. So a process is anything that's happening in the world. So anything that's happening within an organization, from your purchasing to any customer interactions, um, anything within your production line, all of these things can be processes. All of these things are very much, well, they're very often very costly if they're not done right. And um, they are also part of your overall organizational strategy. So process mining takes a look at all of these things, all of these processes, and tries to make them better in the end, used, well, based on data. And maybe just as an add-on for um, everyone who's listening to this and who still doesn't have any idea of where they can find process mining in their everyday life. So um, one of our customers, for example, is um, the German airline Lufthansa. And Lufthansa CityLine is looking at their ground operations with process mining. So anytime you board a plane with Lufthansa, Um, Your whole check-in, anything that's happening in the boarding, all of your fleet management, how your luggage gets on board, and all of these things, um, they're being looked at with process mining in order to be optimized and in order to be faster and make sure that they can guarantee things like like, um, intraday punctuality, um, departing in in time, and so on. And we can find these things everywhere. We can find it in production. We can find it in supply chain. Um, Process mining, make sure that within supply chain, the milk is in the grocery store when you want to buy it. Um, all of these things. So just making sure that we have, um, well, frictionless organizations everywhere we go. Could you explain in a little bit in, in more in depth how process mining actually works? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So um, what process mining does, as I already mentioned that, we're looking for digital footprints. So process mining is looking for data within organizations. Usually that data comes from somewhere in ERP systems, somewhere in CRM or SDM systems. And we look for process relevant data within those systems, which we then use to tell when did what happen. And we use this information based on this. We start to, first of all, take a look at the overall process. So we start some first step discovery of what does the, the process look like. And um, then in some next steps, we actually start to improve the process, make it better. We use some machine learning as well to intelligently make the process better. Um, and to overall look for more frictionless um, operations everywhere you go. And so in, in some of the research I did bef beforehand is that there's like different kinds of steps or types or classification. Could you go a little bit deeper into what those steps are? Um, yes, there actually are different steps. Um, so usually we talk about three different steps that we have to go through when we want to do successful um, process mining or um, use process mining for su successful digital transformation. So the first step that we're looking for is discovery. This means that you use data to get an overall understanding of what does your process look like. So discovery means looking at your overall process looking at the exceptions in your process, so all of the deviations, and sometimes already seeing a little bit how do they hurt you. So what's the impact on your KPIs? Um, maybe your throughput time is going up. Maybe you have opportunity costs, your working capital is going down, things like this. So this is what discovery does. It's the very first bird's eye perspective on your process. The second thing you're looking to do is you're looking to compare this to an ideal world. So based on the insights that you have, you can now construct a model of what you think this process should look like. And then you can use some conformance checking to see how does your as-is process, so the way your process actually goes according to your data, how does it deviate from the way it should be. So conformance checking is essentially looking for conforming variants within this process and then tells us which ones are the naughty deviations, which we might eventually want to eliminate. And then as part of this conformance checking, we can also already do some first root cause analysis, for example. And in these analyses, we can see if we can find any pain points, if we can find any patterns and anything that might be responsible for causing these deviations. So it might be that in your supply chain, when you're looking at your purchase to pay process, you um, always have a specific vendor where you've got price negotiations. And these price negotiations, they might be good, but they might be taking up so much time in the end that they prolong your whole purchasing process by a couple of days. So in terms of efficiency, in terms of throughput time, it might be that the net, the net effect of these price negotiations, they might actually be negative. So you can then look for this. You can look for these price negotiations, see how are they impacting your KPIs, and you can see patterns. Where are they occurring? Are they occurring with one particular vendor, for example? So that's conformance. And then in the very last, last step, we use all of the things that we know from discovery and from conformance to ultimately improve the process. So we call this enhancement. And within enhancement, that means anything from actually implementing changes, proposing um, new ways to go, proposing deviations to get rid of, to then also making intelligent propositions 
telling you when something is about to go wrong, even before things go wrong. So what we now do is we're also moving towards process prediction to understand things from going wrong before they actually do. And then parts, some things that we do are, for example, when you realize that you've got, um, well, maybe your it's your order to cash process. So you're, um, you get money from someone, but then in return, you actually have to send them some goods and you have to send them whatever it is that you're producing. And you realize that your delivery is going to be late. So, um, because maybe your production was running late. So you can then have push notifications telling you to send express delivery to still, <laughs> well, to still make sure that things get to the customer in time. So these things are used to ensure things like same day delivery, for example. So we always talk about these three steps from discovery to conformance to enhancement. So when I, when I listen to that, it's, it sounds quite similar to like cl classical supply chain management. And how, how does process mining dif differs from supply chain management? Mm -hmm. So I think supply chain management is just one of the many areas where you can apply process mining. Um, it's a very popular, popular area for process mining, for sure. So within supply chain management, you would be looking at vendors that you're ordering from, and you would be looking at throughput times as well, and so on. The only thing is that process mining can one, go one step further. So process mining isn't restricted just to supply chain, but process mining can be used anywhere where we have the right database. So anywhere where businesses are digitized to some extent, so where we've got the corresponding IT systems in place that store process relevant information, we can start to optimize things and discover things through process mining. So process mining has supply chain as one of the areas um, where it is being applied, but process mining can also be applied in healthcare, for example, when you're looking at patient intake. So when you go to the emergency room and wonder which patient should be treated first, you can analyze that with process mining. When you're looking at surgical procedure planning and wondering when should we put the next patient into anesthetics, <laughs> you can analyze that with process mining. And um, when you look at other things like customer journey, you can see how is your customer being treated? How is he being served? Does he have to wait for long times? Um, so the applications, you can also do this in finance and audit. The applications of process mining, they are really manifold and supply chain is just one of them. And Solonis so offers a software for process mining. And is that a plug and play software or is there, I would expect that there's like some preparation before the software works and could you describe like how the how the process looks like for Celonis to get a new customer and get them running with their software and then also could you explain what the software does mm -hmm. Um, so we have a lot of large scale customers that usually have a lot of data. Um, so our customers are, for example, um, well, Uber, Unilever, Vodafone, Siemens. Um, so it's really big enterprises. And the problem that you have when you have big enterprises is, first of all, you have a lot of data. You have a lot of data in different IT systems. So you never, ever have just one IT system that you're trying to connect. And very often also the, the data is quite messy. <laughs> so what we're doing when, um, well, when we sell and implement the software with a customer is we are looking to write direct connectors to their source systems. So big organizations at Siemens, for example, they have over 70 um, different source systems. So what we do is we write a connector telling us 
which information in the source system is relevant to us. What we're looking for is something called an event log. So an event log tells us what are we looking at. So we're looking for a case ID or a unique identifier that we can follow, like one particular order, for example, within purchase to pay. Um, we're looking at activities. So did someone just create the invoice? Did the goods just receive, um, um, just um, uh, just arrive? Um, did we scan the invoice? What happens? Um, and we're looking at a timestamp. So we're looking for this event log information and then any other information in relation to that, like the vendor, um, the net order value, and so on that we can find. So we write those, um, those connectors to essentially go and search through all of these source systems to see if they can find exactly that information. And these connectors, they look different for every single source system because, of course, these source systems, they follow different structures. So what you do in the end is you aggregate this information from all of these source systems and you map it again through a case ID. That case ID hopefully is consistent throughout these systems and can give you the chance to map things, things throughout different systems. So this is what we try to do. So we try to start writing the connector. And then, of course, there's lots of pain points that can appear on the way. So sometimes data is messy. Sometimes we're missing some pieces of information. So this means that we also sometimes have to do some cleaning up with the data. Um, so this means you have to go through timestamps. Sometimes there's regular patterns where you can find that people just entered things a day later or so on. And you try and look if you can eradicate any patterns where you know these are just artificial patterns. They're not the way the real process worked. So we use, well, we do all of these things to, in the end, have a really good and really strong database um, from lots of different source systems that we can then use. And what we do, so we offer software as a service. What we do is um, we have a lot of very clever process mining consultants and business analytics consultants that help with all of these steps and they help with these first step implementations. But then in the end, we're looking to have customers that are independent in using the software and that can actually use the software for their own benefit. So it's not like hiring a consultant where the benefit from a consultant only comes from the one time that is there. But what we're looking to achieve is we achieve to, to have long-term benefits. And then of course, to achieve this, to have these independent companies, of course, we work together with um, different, um, um, well, different partners. That's for example, consulting partners, technology partners um, that partner us together with us in order to make sure we actually deliver the best service and the best software as a service. And when the software is like, you have the database and then you the next step is implementing the software and and figuring out like going into step basically you then get into step one and figuring out where the problem is is the software enabling the customer for example uber does it does the software enable uber to do that completely by themselves or would they need someone with some knowledge some domain knowledge or some analytical knowledge mm -hmm. yeah absolutely we're looking for independent customers so um we really want the customer to be able to find these himself. So um, what you do when you start um, implementing the software is you are already looking for a particular process where you are installing this. So you will have already decided on whether you will do this within your production line, whether you will look at your purchase to pay, so your procurement process or your order to cash whenever you're selling something or customer journey. So you will have already decided on any of these things. So you will already have decided where you're looking at. Um, but then as soon as the software, the data is in the software, um, the customer can more or less plug and play. So we've got um, very nice functionalities like a process or a variant explorer, which can give you an, a first bird's eye perspective on the process. And um, you can use this to find deviations so you can essentially you can you can imagine this like um well like when you're looking at um at a road 
that has um, a lot of traffic. And then very often there's a little footpath just besides the, beside the road um, where people might just, well, maybe it's just a shortcut, or they might use it for some other reason. And when you look at your process as an organization, it's very much like this. So you're looking for the main traffic road, and then you're looking for all the footpaths around. And then you try to find out which ones of these are clever shortcuts and which ones are used for some other weird reason. Um, so that's exactly the kind of insight that an organization will get when they buy the software because they can then have a look at their main road, have a look at their footpaths themselves. And very often you get to a couple of hundreds of variants of what your process looks like. We call this a spaghetti monster of different process traces that we're trying to follow. And they can then use this to create their own insight. A lot of our focus is also on enabling customers. We have an academy. We do have this academic alliance program um, to make sure we have an ecosystem of well-adopted users and competent clients. Great. So a customer would still need some analytical expertise in their own ranks. So uh, Salona software is a tool for business analysts to help improve the process. Do I understand? Very often companies have their own department to lead a process mining initiative. And within that department, they do have business analysts and someone that are competent to work with the software and that are competent to find findings. Sometimes customers choose to outsource these kinds of capabilities. So we also have an ecosystem of um, different partners, like for example, um, all of the big four, and um, for example, Capgemini and other consulting companies that work together with the customer to then maximize the findings. But the idea is that you can go either way. You can either see and look if you can, well, if you want to do this with an ecosystem of partners or whether you want to do it completely by yourself. If a company would like to in, like start to mind their process, what would be the things that they need? For example, I, I could imagine that a company would need to have some data, as you said earlier. So they should have some data systems in, in place, I would, I would guess, where they store data. Mm -hmm. um, so the data that we're looking for is usually stored in IT systems. So that can be anything like an ERP system or an SCM system or a CRM system. So these are just different systems that usually take a look at your supply chain, at your customer services, at your production, and so on and so on. And within these systems, there's usually process-relevant information. We call this event log information. So that's ex um, exactly a um, unique identifier and a case ID that we're following, an activity and a timestamp. And when you when you can find this event log information within your IT systems, you can then start mining a process. And if you're really lucky, you also have all other sorts of information in these source systems. So you've got information about, um, for example, who your vendor was, um, how high your net order value was, whether customer satisfaction was high, all of these things, they can also be stored in there. And you can then map this through your corresponding process variants and the exceptions. And you can see how exceptions are hurting your KPIs or whether certain patterns co-occur with exceptions. So maybe there's one customer that always tends to order in a certain a certain way and um that's always causing a um a deviation so i'm just thinking of um for example when you did the, when you're just ordering pizza and maybe you have one customer who tends to be very upset with um whatever he's ordering and then he calls again after 10 minutes and says that he wants to change his order and that causes you to make two pizzas instead of one um so you can find these things out because you can then map it to that order and you can see what has happened there and you can also see maybe he's a very happy customer maybe he's also a very grumpy customer um so you can see how these things are impacting crucial kpis so therefore a company needs some 
some system like some ERP system or some CRM system. And do you know how the systems look right now for the partners Solonis worked so far with? Is the data more clean or is it more messy? Because I could imagine that, especially when a database or system needs to be filled manually, that a lot of people might not do it right away, that some people might not do it at all, or that it's just like not as as detailed as it needs to be. Do you have any experience or does Salonis have any experience with how the data looks like in different companies? That is a very good question. And actually, I don't think there's a clear answer to that. Um, I think we do experience the whole spectrum of very clean to very messy data. And it is true that as soon as you have to enter things manually, that is, of course, a pitfall and an area where you might have um, problems. Luckily, also with a lot of these systems, um, a lot of things are done automatically already. So when you take a look at IoT, for example, and at things that are happening in production, um, we're more and more moving towards getting um, intelligent machines, intelligent robots that create event logs as they go along. So whenever these traces are created automatically, that really helps. And when you think about all of the places where, where these traces can actually be created, so anything from just a normal payment to, I don't know, like when you when you go out and when you're renting an e-scooter and um, want to go ride for a ride with this e-scooter, very often you've also got this information um, in some kind of event log form. So there are already quite a lot of ways to actually get this information without having to have too much manual effort. But yes, we do experience the whole... Um, spectrum of clean to very messy data. So so you said that process mining is influencing the KPIs. Can you tell us how that is, how the KPIs are influenced and how they are changing through process mining? There's actually a lot of different KPIs that we can look at. It depends on the kind of process that you're looking at. With your purchase to pay, um, you can look at working capital management, for example. With customer journeys, you can look at customer satisfaction. Um, you can also look at throughput times in your production line, for example. So the kind of savings that you can make through process mining go from anything from time savings to making things faster and more efficient to saving resources, making sure you manage your resources in the best way possible and in the most sustainable way possible to, um, well, of course, managing money, making sure you don't um, have, well, you don't pay invoices too early or too late um, so that you maximize your work and capital management in the end. With Especially with in, in mind that, that a lot of things that a employee does will be automatic Uh, will be automatically trackable in the future. Like, for example, you can automatically automatically track probably already or maybe in the future that if a sales rep called somebody, who they called at what time. So they don't need to they don't need to feed that into the CRM system. It will do that automatically. With that in mind, and that a lot of the data collection and thus logging will be automatically in the near future. How like what? How does the future of process mining look like? Where does it go in the future? What are some trends? there as well mm -hmm. mm, at the moment we are spending a lot of time at um, just on looking at this first step discovery and conformance checking i think there is a lot of potential when you're looking at enhancement because enhancement is the point where you can start talking about predictions for example and where you can also start combining all of the process mining that you did beforehand all of the discovery all of the data mining with for example more intelligent systems and um, things like machine learning so you can use this to um, start eventually simulating at some point, or at least predicting things from going wrong. So I think a lot is moving into that direction. And then also there is a lot of research that also needs to be done on how process mining is being used and adapted in companies. So you can still take a look at this whole meta level of um, how process mining is being 
adopted within organizations and um, how well how it's impacting KPIs in the long run. Great. Yeah, that's so far it with all my questions. Thanks so much for your time and for your insights. Where can people learn more about Salonis or about process mining itself? So we run the Salonis Academic Alliance Initiative, which is there to educate people about process mining. So we collaborate with universities for research and for teaching, but we also work together with our Salonis Academy to provide training in um, process mining for everyone. So if you're interested, check out our website. We do have trainings available, both for students and for professionals that want to learn a little bit more about process mining and about how to use Salonis. We also have free software licenses, which can be used by anyone. We have Salonis Snap, which is um, a free version that can just be, well, you can just register for it and you can start mining your own processes and you can start getting insights into your own processes. Of course, not with all of the Salonis capabilities. <laughs> um, and we also have an academic version, which if you're a student or if you're an academic or a researcher listening to this, you can also get access to and it has a little more capabilities than the Snap version. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm going to link those things you just mentioned in the show notes and thanks again for your time thanks a lot it was a pleasure to be here that's it for today thanks for listening and hit subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode of somewhat overfitting thanks again to Angela for being on the show it was great learning about process mining how it works and where it can be applied let me know what you thought about this episode on somewhatoverfitting.com there you can also find today's show notes if you have something to say about data science and digital transformation visit somewhatoverfitting.com slash guest and fill out the form. I'm always looking for interesting conversations. The theme song is from Bobby Rands and is called Jungles. Thanks again for listening and see ya.